everybody. Welcome to today and welcome to Death Valley Girls podcast. I'm Bonnie and I talk to heroes about what excites them and we also talk about the mysteries of the universe. This week we have our very own bass player and best friend Sammy. Sammy's super special and a master manifester and I'm excited for y'all to hear how she does it. Now please, welcome to your head and heart, Sammy Westervelt. Sammy, thank you so much for coming to the podcast. You're welcome, Bonnie. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like super, I'm, I'm super actually excited uh, to have you in this, um, in this sort of space because it's like, I feel like for those that don't know, Sammy, Samantha Kate, what's your <laughs> <note>? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is our new bass player and best friend. And um, a, a lot of weird things happen to everyone during coronavirus. But for us, um, we all sort of transitioned uh, in the band to um, into different things and into Sammy coming into the band and uh, um, being holding down bass bitch position. And uh, <laughs> it's interesting because most like jobs or most relationships I'm assuming most marriages uh begin with like some sort of initial like trial or meeting or um and ours didn't really it was just like hey you want to do this thing with us missy uh (laughs) and then and we didn't like ever get to interrogate you so that's what you're doing here (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but wouldn't that be funny? But yeah, it's like I never talked to you as like a not best friend person. So it's like it'll be I'm interested to have you here to ask you questions as a um, a podcast E mm-hmm. podcast. Oh, yes. <laughs> you're one podcast person. Are you podcast? Oh, <laughs> you're two. You're a podcast E. Um. I'm not very good at math, so I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I guess I so many things I want to talk to you about. Um, but one thing that I, I realized, because this is a Heroes podcast, and one thing I realized that's super heroic about you is um, I think a lot of people, a lot of people didn't I maybe get the opportunity, but didn't necessarily even try to like push the boundaries of what they're capable of and be safe during coronavirus. And I really felt like you like did that to the max. Um, can you talk about that? I mean, sure. You know, I think like musicians were probably s- some of the hardest hit folks during, you know, like prime pandemic time, entertainers in general, you know, theater actors, film actors, I mean, anybody who's doing anything that requires there to be lots of people around or, you know, for lots of people. And so, you know, my other band, Egg Drop Soup, was still fairly new at the time. And it just sort of was like, it just felt like, what can, what can I do to continue to like push this thing forward or continue to like somehow make you know, dreams come true in this like new world. And maybe that seems a little bit selfish, but it's also kind of like, what else was I going to do? Or, 
you know, cause there wasn't anything else really to do. Um, and I definitely am a big dreamer. And so to sort of have a little bit of space and time and like clarity around, like figuring out what it is that I actually want out of life and how to go about getting that without actually being out in the world, I think was really helpful, at least oh, for wow. me, you know? Cool. Can you talk about that? Sure. I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's just, it's like you, you kind of, you can't get out of something while you're in it. Right. Like that sounds so obvious, but, um, that really is just the truth, you know? And so when you're like stuck in a particular pattern or you're a particular situation or something, and you don't really see a way outside of it, I find the best thing is to sort of take a step back and, you know, kind of like reevaluate what it is or like what you're even doing a thing for, you know, why am I in X relationship? Why do I have Y job, you know, or like what really is the point? And uh, so I just think like, really, I didn't have to make an excuse to anybody why I didn't want to go out or why I didn't like, you know, why I couldn't handle being in social situations. I'm a pretty introverted person, even though, you know, I do get excited to like be around people and I love performing and all of that, but that's like a new, you know, in the grand scheme of my life, that's kind of like a new way to be. And I, and I think that, um, I think that the time away from everyone during COVID had a, a lot to do with that, you know, like, before in the before times, you know, if you will, like it was really easy to take everyone for granted and to take um, things to do for granted. And now I have so much more gratitude just for like every opportunity. Um, And that's not to say that I don't still like my alone time. And I do know how to honor when I like just need to be by myself, but like, (laughs) you know, it's, I don't feel, I don't feel like, I guess, resentment for, for any of it anymore. I'm just like happy to have made it through and made it this far, just like not even in like a making it like in a career sense, but just like in a body and like in a life, you know? (laughs) Yeah, no, I think that's really cool. I think, um, I wonder how to remember this later because for me, I wouldn't have known to take a break or that I was allowed to, or that it was okay. There's no way we would have taken a break. Like there wasn't, that wasn't an option, but that was essential. Um, not just to like our job, but like our personal well-being and, and, Mm -hmm. and for the job, it like, which is, I guess for, um, like artists, it's, it's so intertwined. Um, that it's really hard to be like, I need to take time for me. And that, and that will always, I guess, be good for your art. But it was, I, I don't think I could have kept going. It was almost like, yeah, it's just weird. It's like, I needed a break and then we got one and it was definitely not the, like what I wanted. <laughs> you know, I, I would prefer totally. nobody to have gotten hurt, but I guess maybe it's like, I guess when you're a kid, there's like these set breaks. Um, Mm-hmm. I feel like as an adult, you have to make your own breaks. Uh, and I guess, yeah, I guess like, I guess you just have to be in tune with yourself and 
I don't even know how you do it. How would you say like, what should we do? Should we just take breaks like every <laughs> like four months and like really sit there? What should we do? What if I it's- mean, what I do we do? Good. I like to take a break at least two times a day. I'm an avid meditator. I think that's the only reason I've been able to sort of like self-soothe and help myself through the like anxiety that I really used to have, like just about life in general and, you know, depression and feeling stuck. And that is a moment to give myself permission to just kind of like exist without anything tying me anywhere or you know it's like I can like kind of leave I can leave reality a little bit and just be for a second and I don't know if you feel do you feel comfortable talking about your meditation practice yeah sure I mean it started a really long time ago I think I became interested in meditation when I was like 12 or 13 years old, me and my best friend, Nicole, uh, we're both just living in really like harsh situations at home, both like had, you know, the kind of quintessential evil stepmother thing going on. And thank God we had each other. And, you know, she's just, she's just such a wise person. I mean, so much, so much of what I know now, I know because of her, just from that time in our lives. And like, um, and one night we were both laying in my bed and we were both like, you know, do you ever think about killing yourself? Cause things were so bad at our houses, you know, we were at my mom's house, which was like a safe haven. And, and, and then she was like, well, what if we just left our bodies right now? And so that's what we tried to do. Like we laid in my bed And we closed our eyes and we just like tried to leave our bodies. And after that, you know, we would like do that from time to time. And I definitely went through phases, you know, kind of like in and out of doing it consistently at different points in my life. And I tried other spiritual practices also, but always kind of returned back to this and, um, And I would say that over the last like year and a half, I've really been doing it consistently and I feel just a totally, I have a totally different relationship with like the world around me because of it and with people, you know? Yeah. Do you like, did you guys invent the meditation you do? Do you, can you talk about that? Um, well, I don't think we invented it. I mean, what I, do, <laughs> what, what I, I mean, do, like, did you read it? You know, cause it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, what I do now is kind of based on what a friend of mine, I have a lot of friends in LA who are incredible women, like spiritual practitioners in their own right. You know, they read astrology or their mediums, you know, they're, they're healers. And, um, from time to time, they'll just send little voice memos of, meditations. And this was happening pretty frequently, um, especially during, again, just like the height of COVID and, you know, we couldn't really go to see each other. So we would send each other like a lot of voice memos or do a lot of like FaceTiming. Um, and my friend Alex sent this meditation one day where she, you know, the first thing that you do is like you ground yourself, you know, sit in a place to ground yourself, whether that means, you know, your legs are crossed or whatever's comfortable for you. If you need your feet on the ground to feel more grounded. And then you imagine, um, like 
a crystal, any crystal going through the center of the earth. And then floating underneath you is your earth star crystal, which again, is just whatever is the first thing that comes to your mind. So much of it is just allowing whatever is the first thing that pops in to just be what it is and not judging yourself for anything and finding compassion for where you're at, at any given moment. And then I like to go through each chakra and, you know, sometimes it can help to visualize the color of what that is. Or if you know a lot about crystals, which I, to be fair, really don't, but like, I, I, you know, I like the ones I like, but I honestly (laughs) couldn't tell you what like many of them are. I'm just like, that's cool. It like resonated with me, you know? Yeah. Um, There's so many more knowledgeable people in that realm, but you know, anyway, back to the meditation, I like to go through and just sort of clear my chakras every day and just express gratitude to the universe for everything that I have and openness to everything that's to come. And, um, you know, call upon my guides, uh, to just continue to illuminate my path forward for me and show me that I'm doing the right things and help me to do, you know, the greatest good for the greatest number of people that I can in the world. And, um, that's you know, super cool. yeah. And I don't really, I don't really talk about it a lot. And there's things that I won't reveal just because I do think that a person's spiritual practice is something that is like very personal and it always is evolving, you know? So like, this is what I do now, but there could be something else that I find later that also resonates. Um, and you're always, there's always things that you see or pick up from people along the way that just enrich your life more and more. And so, right. you know, well, you can, you're, yeah, <laughs> you're one of those right now. Cause like I said on the last week's one with the TM teacher is like, I've been to meditation stuff and done different meditation stuff, but until I went there, I, no one talked about what it was like at all. And no one talked about what was right or wrong. It was just like, focus on your breathing. And it's like, I don't know what that means. Honestly, like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even, I was like, am I supposed to like, and as a singer who's been studying my breath for like over 20 years, it was very confusing because like I, I, I'm like completely trained in taking in the most amount of air and mm-hmm. having the least amount leave every I'm, you know, I'm like know. a whale. And so it's it was totally different. Yeah. And it's so crazy to just be like, like uh, if people are on, like we, I've done ones where it's like a, you know, breathe in for four, hold for four, out mm-hmm. for four. It's like, I can go out for 50. It's like really yeah. hard for me to go out <laughs> for four. Like it took me a while, but it was like, there wasn't a, no one explained why I was paying attention to my breath. No one was like, it's to be centered or to be in your body. Like no one ever said anything like that. Like, yeah, I don't know. So I just think it's cool. Like the more different ways people hear a what meditation is it will some of it will speak to someone because I just think it really seemed so far out and so hard and so like tricky and like and even though it's just it is so easy it's like I needed some sort of person to tell me it's like there isn't a wrong way to do it it's like no um, I would say the only wrong 
way to do it is to like judge yourself for intrusive thoughts that might just be coming and going. Yeah, I like, thought that's the whole thing is you're supposed to judge how many thoughts you have. <laughs> yeah. And that's really easy to do. We live, I mean, we're all, we're judging everything around us all the time. That's how we kind of get through life, you know, judging if a thing is safe, judging, you know, what a shape thing is so we can like get around it. Like in life, that's what we're doing. You know, like I studied philosophy and I, and and, you know, throughout all that, I was not really practicing meditation at all. I was like, you know, relying solely on my intellect to get me through life and language to get me through life. But, and that served me and still serves me to this day, but it's so much more than that. And there's so much beyond what our eyes can interpret and what our language can provide us um, that it's just like, you have to kind of, as someone who's like fairly logical, you know, it's important for me to be able to kind of merge those worlds together to create like the life that I want for myself. Yeah. Well, that is a good lead into another thing I wanted to talk to you about is I feel like when you, when I, you know, you like hear like, I, and I, pardon me person that knows this actual <laughs> fact, but I feel like you hear that like Jim Carrey or somebody like wrote themselves a check for a million dollars and we're like, I'm going to cash this one day. You hear these like stories of people that do these positive, not affirmations, but whatever the fuck that shit's called, uh, visualization whatever. But I guess mm-hmm. like usually um, I think before now, most people didn't know what manifesting was. I think a lot of people had vision boards or all, you know, different things that were manifesting, but weren't like now we're kind of living in like a woo-woo infested world, which I, I have I'm no, no like problem with or I yeah. think that's cool. Uh, personally, I think we're all leveling up uh, whether yeah. or not people know they are, they are. But totally. uh, I guess like, because we've never been in a time where everyone's known like generally about manifestation and Um, because, uh, I feel like I am always like wanting to know when, um, you hear about people manifesting, but it's like, usually you don't get to hear someone manifesting to you and like (laughs) you and the other side of me, like what I did to get, get you, uh, like, and what you did to get me, I guess, like, it would be interesting to talk about that because I think again, like, um, with meditation is I think if more people understood what manifestation was or just even like what you're allowed to think in your own mind. And I don't know if I was just like way dumber than most people and didn't even know you were allowed to like imagine your dream. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Some I bet someone's like me out there and it's like, I didn't know you were allowed to dream of what you want and right. get it, try and attract it. So can you talk about that to uh, help um, this? Somewhere just like, where do I go next with my dreams? I mean, I guess the first thing that I would suggest is just like asking the universe, what would it take for me to live the life of my dreams? You don't have to know what that is. I'm still figuring it out. I think maybe Ricky, like within the last few months, because, you know, I've been I've had a lot of projects going on not just music stuff. And she kind of asked me like, 
what, so like, what's your goal? Like, what do you want to do? And I don't even still know how to answer that question because I want to do like everything, but I just think, you know, like, so I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm, I know that I'm living the life of my dreams, but it's all unfolding. There are things that I know will happen that I just haven't kind of like met up with on the timeline yet. But I also know that other things will happen that still can be encompassed in that, that I can't even conceive of because, you know, the universe or my guides or whatever, however you want to define that, um, you has, you know, like we plan God laughs, right? Like that's, uh, I work especially this week. Am I right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, JK, (laughs) but I think just staying open and, you know, I think in the past when I've tried to manifest like very specific things, it was coming from a place of like needing to control my life. Right. And I, and to me now that I see that I have relinquished control and I just kind of let things unfold and I follow my heart and I'm because of my meditation practice, I am deeply in tune with my intuition and like know pretty much within seconds, whether something feels right or wrong. Yeah. Um, and like most of the time, if something feels wrong, I don't spend a lot of time entertaining the possibility that it's right. Um, because nine times out of 10, when I have in the past, it wasn't the right. right so thing. you, so that's something you, it's like you grew like a muscle yes. or something like you're and and you think that that's like growing into your trusting your intuition or that your intuition, like, do you think, so you would say that intuition is something fully formed inside of you? Um, I, I hesitate to say fully formed because I think that we're always sort of becoming like the next best version of ourselves but I would say that I'm highly attuned to that. At least I like to think right, so. But do you think <laughs> your is it your um, intonation that's getting better or like, or that your intuition is getting stronger or both? I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> Live a little. Yeah, maybe, maybe both. You know, or like guides, um, messages from other places, trying to discern between what is intuition and what is anxiety, you know, that can be a little tough, especially at first, but I think that's where just like being decisive about stuff kind of comes in and always leading with love and an open heart, you know, but at the same time, not letting people take advantage of that. And, you know, I'm pretty careful about who I let in, um, in a really like deep way, you know, I've lived a lot of lives and I have a lot of stories and I I probably, I wonder sometimes if people feel like they know me super duper well, but maybe they don't because I've only shared like one part of myself with them. And, um, that's something that I examine within myself a lot because, you know, kind of makes, 
it kind of makes you wonder like, who is the real me? You know, what, what is that even? Because we are so many people all at once. And so I think about that a lot, you know? Yeah. Well, I just wonder, I guess something like about you that I, I can just like, I've said this before to you, but not here is that like when we were on tour, I was in the exact same situation as you. We had the exact same job, the exact same lodging, the exact same food options, the exact same schedule, the exact same everything. And your experience was so different because of your point of view. And that point of view was the same point. I mean, it was, it came from the exact same place. And it just the whole time as, as miserable as I was, it was just like, just seeing that, um, that was kind of my choice and to some, some extent, um, was really cool and really helpful. Um, are you, did you go away? Hmm. <laughs> I'm still here. Can you hear me? I couldn't see you were like, it was oh. like <laughs> on like classic, like close eyed Sammy face. But, <laughs> yeah. I guess it's like, I just, even if I had had a great time, I would have noticed that about you and it was amazing. But I think like, um, it really helped me and changed me and made me realize like, you know, everything that happens, I don't, I don't think everything that happens happens for a reason, but I do think everything that happens like can be for you. Um, you know, and certain things I don't, I change my mind about like certain things that have happened to certain people, you know, recently is there's no reason, but just part of, it's just part of, the reality of life but like if you spill water it's like oh cool I get to wash this area now like whatever you know it's like not I don't know that's just how I view most things or try to or my first instinct but I guess like I can say that you that's all a disclaimer which is uh, hilarious (laughs) but like you are a master manifester um it's just a fact I don't like (laughs) and I can tell for a lot of reasons but like um, just for the things that I've like put out there and like, and, and the ways in which we're connected that could only exist in a super silly way. Um, but I guess like, and also something about it is that you work so hard, um, you like at all times. So I guess, I don't know. It's like, I guess I wonder just like, is your tip, <laughs> is your hot tip for this is just like, to find yourself, ground yourself, trust yourself, and then fucking do as much shit as possible. Is that pretty, your recipe? Pretty much, you know, okay. you want to reframe and, that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's a really good way to put it. You know, it's like you figure out, you figure out what it is that you want to do and then you do it, you know? And if someone tells, you no, you figure out how to make it a yes. And that's not to be pushy, but that's just to say, okay, this Avenue, there's a roadblock here. How am I going to get around that? Or, you know, how do I bust out a machete and like carve my own path through this forest? You know, like what's it going to take? Because there is no alternative, right? Like the alternative is, like, what is it? There isn't one, you know? That's awesome. And- I, that's so cool that you say that. I really appreciate that. Cause I think 
that's that's the piece that's been missing for me is like even whatever the situation we're in right now is just like when I can just obviously see um if someone says no I'm like well why and then I get all hung up on like well they're kind I mean I understand what they're saying so Mm -hmm. I'll just try and find a new way around it um but uh you know which is like um but that's not being true to self and and or true to the purpose of your life and I guess the goal is to say that's not you have to find an alternative because there's no choice yeah when you find a roadblock that's just like a it's a goof that's a goof or that's the wrong way you got to go a different way exactly and I think that sometimes again it's like we think okay, like I want to go from here to here. And so obviously this is the path, like straightforward, but sometimes it's not that. And um, it's really important to be open to like what that might be. I think that the universe puts us into contact with people who help us grow. And sometimes that's in one direction and then you break off because you meet other people who are supposed to then help you grow in another way. And you know, you might have like the coolest idea in the world and you know exactly all the right people to help you bring it to fruition. But then it turns out that they're not right because they're also on their own journey to self-actualization or through some like deeper, darker stuff. And, you know, everyone's kind of on their own trip. So when you finally get to the people who, you know, you're like on the mission with like in a really deep, true way, it is this like the biggest blessing in the whole world, you know, like there's nothing like it. And then together you face the challenges of people saying no and having to figure out where the yes is. And, you know, you have to just believe that you're always going to find it because, there's not an another option. Can, can you always remind me that? Cause like, I notice, I notice like when I get like the answer I don't want, I'm like, mm, and I get so sad. And then I'm just like, well, I probably shouldn't have even tried in the first place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll like, always remind you of that. Yeah. I be like, wake up bloom garden. Get your head in the game and go after what you want. You just took the wrong highway. Mm-hmm. Find a new highway. Cause I like that's something that's been really and really bumming me out lately. And I've been like, you know, trying to do like work around like, oh, should I get like a flower remedy or should I do whatever else? Like just anything aside from like just not give up like yeah and I just give up so much I think more than anyone could possibly imagine I was like oh Mm -hmm. the market was mad so I'm just gonna go back home and not get anything at all (laughs) you know or whatever yeah Um, or yeah I guess okay cool well that's great this is great (laughs) news so far um I appreciate that's like a really that's a good lesson because I also think like yeah, our signs wise is like you have the same sign as my sister, as I've told mm-hmm. you. And it just like really is something that makes sense to me. And like, um, it was like a good teammate for my thing because it, you, you are emotional and sensitive, but, but like some people say you're like a, you're like a crying Aries or like you're still <laughs> tough and like, you, you know, like you still get what yeah. you. Need. But like, you're also, 
soft and nice and you don't give up and you don't care like how you look if you don't like give up which I think I'm like I don't want to see mean but it's like why not why don't you want to see mean yeah totally (laughs) I think I know I mean and I I used to I used to tiptoe around people a lot I um I mean, as you know, like I I grew up in a house that was like pretty scary at times. And like, there was a lot of tiptoeing around and I was really scared for a long time that everyone in my life would leave me if I showed them who I really was or gave like my true self's opinion. And it's hard for me to pinpoint exactly when that changed for me, maybe it was living in New York city, but even then, you know, we, it's like, we can make progress in certain areas of our lives, but then we repeat the same patterns in other areas of our lives. And so I don't like that. I know it's pretty annoying, but it's, (laughs) but it's like part of the lesson, you know, and it's like breaking through eventually I, I saw Laura, you know, um, I think you've had her on the show before. Yeah, Laura, our band healer. Yes. And when I saw her, this was in 2018. And, you know, I'd already done a lot of work on myself by that point. And I remember her telling me, it's just like there's a screen door and you have to bust through. You can see the other side. You can even like smell the air from the other side, but there's still something in your way. And I think what that was is just, like a few more hits of that same lesson, you know, of just like what, like really figuring out what my mission is, I guess, or like what my heart's desires are and, and how to achieve that and approach the world with love. But it's like, do no harm, but take no shit, you know? And at a certain point, can I say shit on here? Well, yeah, you could say anything you want. Cool. And uh, (laughs) yeah, you could say, but. (laughs) Okay, cool. You could say anything you want, I think. Okay, cool. So yeah, it's like, you know, at a certain point, I just got really tired of like tiptoeing around everybody. It's like, for what? Because I'm not getting that same courtesy, you know? And why is it my job to make sure that everyone else feels okay when no one gives a fuck about how I feel or if they do, they're like really showing it in a funny way. And instead of, and, and instead of just like, you know, like doing everything possible to show, like, for example, like a boyfriend, like to prove that I was worthy of him loving me, you know, or to prove to anybody that I was intelligent or, you know, artistic or whatever, like good at what I was doing. It was like, why am I doing that for everyone else when I should just be doing it for me? And my biggest competition should be me from yesterday, you know, and not anybody else around me because everyone around me is also working through that stuff. Not maybe not the same stuff, maybe not to the same degree, and maybe they don't even realize it. Um, because there are so many distractions in this world from like inner self life. And it's like almost by design, because I think that if we were all aware of our own awakenings and how, um, 
incredibly connected. We all are at a very like fundamental level. Uh, our government number one, wouldn't really be able to do what it does. And, you know, just all of the structures that are in place to kind of keep us separate would break down and reptilians. (laughs) I wonder if they're the ones who came to me in my dream, but they, those seemed less scary. I don't know. I'm not, uh, I'm going to have Yvonne back on soon to discuss. I'm going to ask, have everyone. Oh yeah. Everybody. If you have questions for um, uh, UFO and alien abduction expert, uh, write them to 1-800-GHOSTLOVE at gmail.com. That's 1-800-GHOSTLOVE at gmail.com. I'm writing that down because I have a question. Okay, you can text me. (laughs) (laughs) I can't give out my phone number, unfortunately. That's good. Yeah, don't do that. I've, I've learned, I've, I've, I have learned that lesson the hard way. Um, but yeah, I guess, sorry, I took it away from what you were saying, but I think, think when you, I think what I'm realizing is like, I, before I like uncovered stuff about myself, truly, I was just like, I don't care what happened when I'm a kid, when I was a kid, it doesn't affect me. I'm fucking, that was so long ago. It has nothing to do with me. And then it's like, (laughs) Oh my God. Like every single person is entirely made up of like that first five years, that first 10 years, whatever, like as much as you, as much as it seems like get over it, it's like, that's just what you were made from. That's what you are. You learned those lessons. And if you were from one of those places that we talked about it, but it wasn't like reliable or consistent, or there was something to fear you just like became an expert at being small or, or, or being big or whatever, but you became an expert at avoiding like your natural flow with yourself in the world, just to flow to somebody else. And if you learned that that was an option, like to create harmony for someone else and not yourself, that's like not an easy thing to undo. So it's remarkable, incredible, (laughs) fantastic that you did and that you know and that you're even aware of it because it I mean I did not understand that concept at all it's just like I don't get it like why does it matter and it's just like that's just even if it's like there's just nobody there's no one that's free from um what was what was their environment when they were a child and how they respond to those similar opposite things in their life and and the patterns that you're used to um, you know, it's your, we just want to be comfortable and it's so cool that you, um, want more than that. And I commend you and I honor you and I worship you. I think it's so cool. Like you're just like hit the ground running every day. Just like, this is what I want. I'm going to get it. Have ideas about it. Do you want to talk about it? And it's like, okay, yeah, I do. Like, it's like, it's such a good energy to be around, but it's, you know, it's just really, 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 really cool. Yeah. Um, Thank you. You know, I think it, it, it also stems from, I'm, I mean, I'm very, I'm very motivated. Um, and you know, cause somewhere along the way I had to realize that nobody was going to do it for me. Uh, I have to do it for myself. And that's not to say that other people aren't in the mix and collaboration is everything to me. 
you know, working with people and, you know, being, being around like-minded people to, to just create with is, is like such a gift, but, you know, in that, what I mean by that, I guess, is just like, you know, no one's going to make my life happen for me. I have to make it happen. And there were a lot of people, especially my childhood, like not only did I try to morph myself to be what I thought others wanted me to be, but then anytime I would express a desire that was like true self, um, it was like thwarted in some way, or even like kind of, you know, maliciously thrown in my face. Like, yeah, for you had a real extreme yeah. case of bullshit unfairness. Yeah. You know, like my stepmom, I, I remember asking her if I could take voice lessons. Um, and this was at a time when my mother and I was relationship was just like really bad, you know, and I couldn't, I, I couldn't ask her for things and I guess I could have, but like in my mind, I couldn't because my stepmom was my hero and I wanted her to like be my mom. And, you know, it was just like all around really like pretty sad. Um, my mom is so strong. She's like absolutely one of my heroes, everything that I put her through and that she still was just like there with open arms when I was ready to come back to her, like taught me everything I ever need to know about forgiveness and like having an open heart. Oh, and sorry, I don't is your eye doesn't look weird. It doesn't. Did, did she tell you about your eye? Ooh. Oh, it's, yeah. which one is it? It's this one. Okay. <laughs> There's like a bug bite on it or something. Is it a bug bite? It's like, or it's uh You're cute. You, <laughs> you take your glasses off and you're totally squinting. It's cute. <laughs> sorry, guys. Where it's like eyelid dermatitis is what my oh, son of a bitch. I know. Some allergic reaction. I've got like hydrocortisone ointment on it. <laughs> well, that's I'm sorry to interrupt you from that's talking okay. about your mom. I think that that's so cool. Um like that lesson in and of itself that I like know. there is something that or or main a big part of that I guess that I am resonating with mm-hmm. <laughs> resonate with <laughs> I don't know why that sounds so stupid to me right now do you resonate with that but okay uh, <laughs> oh just the idea like that a lesson that you can see that your mother gave you is that you can, people can be wrong, (laughs) do something that's seemingly like super rude and like, that's okay. Like people can make mistakes and then you can still, you know what I mean? Like, cause that wasn't really a lesson I learned. It was like, if someone did something wrong, that's it forever. And you will bring up that thing like eternally, like (laughs) even, even just like somebody I knew when I was like five, if they were like in, got in trouble one day at like practice, it'd be like, you mean like Becky, the girl that got in trouble (laughs) that one day in practice. And it's like, Jesus Christ, (laughs) leave her alone. Yeah. Like it was like 30 years ago or something. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But that's so cool. What a good lesson. Cause I think, I think forgiveness um, and understanding is like, probably some of the toughest junk there is and yeah it's, it's really cool hard you have like a role model for that that's just like yeah it's hard to be okay with like being wrong or like not getting your way you know and like it's hard it's like hard pills to swallow like to not take certain things personally or you yeah. know 
or just be- remember that everyone is just, again, like on their own trip, you know, like coming, coming from their own experience. And that's not to justify people's bad behavior in any way. Like when someone hurts you, that hurt. Well, yeah. What should valid, you do? You what know? do you do when someone hurts you? I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm like an expert at handling that. I probably <laughs> just like, you know, like talk, you know, like I get mad about it and I call my sister and I cry okay. and, you know, like pout around the house and then like go to sleep and wake up and like, I'm fine. You know, my aunt, who is my mom's sister, she always told me growing up, like tomorrow's a new day. And I don't think that means like repress your feelings, but it just kind of means like, you know, acting from a place of anger, hurt, it's reactionary. And it's not always the thing that is like serve the situation in the best way. And if you wake up and you're still pissed, there's probably, you know, something that you still need to do about it. And any, I I would tell any of my friends or my anybody, you know, like just communication is so key, but sometimes it's easier said than done. Like I said, you know, I'm not like, I'm not perfect. I'm not like an expert. Perfect. Oh, well, I expert. I appreciate that. (laughs) It's just funny. Cause it's like, I, what I realized in the last couple of days, so it was like the eclipse yesterday Mm-hmm. The day before and it's like yeah. what like two days ago yeah yeah it's like straight up I have never like said it like it is as hard as I have the last three days and in many arenas and clearly decisively like without hesitation I mean and it's like for me that only can coincide with a major astrological event, which is like, <laughs> there's no medicine. I, I've, I've tried everything to get that, but it only ever coincides with like some sort of like fucking shit, like an Aries full moon or something like I, mm-hmm. I, and I'm not saying I don't have any authority over myself, but my, I'm not in touch with my anger unless there's some astrological thing that is like allowing me to just like I I don't know why like because now I I, I've written it down every single time that I've gotten angry and did something about it and yapped and like could not be stopped and it has only coincided with full moons or eclipses at this point and and there's not so many of those a year that it would be like okay every you know what I mean like I'm not trying to sound like a tutti frutti or nothing like it's just (laughs) literally like what has come over me and it, and what it, it's not that the first, the first time this happened was like an Aries full moon. And I was just like, wow, I love this. Like, I want to bottle this. This is amazing. I'm in touch with my fire side. I can do fucking anything. Like I know exactly what I want and know exactly how to ask for it. And then I was like, and then it went away and then the, and then the moon wanes. And Mm -hmm. I, but I still got to keep a piece of it. It's not like that was gone forever. It's just a little piece. And then that was the last time. And then this weekend it was like, like spouted off again. And I get to keep a little piece of it, but it's like, I don't get to be fully in that. Maybe yet is the thing like, unless, you know, like I, I'm like as affected by that as like being drunk or something. I don't know. It's crazy. It doesn't make, I guess it's because I'm an earth 
person? Maybe. Like, does it affect uh, you that much? Yeah, totally. I mean, but I'm also pretty like, I'm kind of no bullshit. Like, most of the time, you know, right. but you know what I mean? Like I was yeah. like, oh, you're going to have to write this email because I'm too scared. And then I got it and I was like, <laughs> which is like, not, not something totally. that's honestly ever happened before. Like, isn't, I, I don't like I'll sit around and like fiddle and with words and be like, well, if we're, this is going to go here and there, like, and I was just like, I don't get like, mm-mm. like, mm-hmm. this is what I have to say. Yeah, I'm not weak, you know, like I just the messages I was given about everything was that if you do something wrong at the if you do, if you don't do the perfect thing at the exact perfect time, the exact perfect words in the exact perfect way, you're going to mess everything up. And that piece, and also you have full control over how the other person reacts if you do the exact right thing. And it's like, that's not true. No, that's not true. And I would argue that like what you do say or the time, you know, when you do say it is the right time because that is the time that it happened. And so that's when it was supposed to happen. And you know, we could sit around and wait for like every planet to align for it to be the right time. But like, you know, that just, first of all, that would be insane, but also, you know, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm waiting. Well, for for some things like, yeah, like, you know, let's open a portal. Right. But like, (laughs) but like, you know, other stuff, I I like to kind of just think like it, go, it just goes back to the what's the alternative? Like That's what's so the cool. what's the other way that it could have gone? And you're never going to be able to control someone's response to something. I think that's why I feel so free when I make music. And you know, like I love to look at art and think about the artist's perspective when they were like creating it or whatever. And you know, just the amount of freedom that you have in knowing that you can like open up whatever it is that you're trying to open up. And no matter what anybody says about it or how anybody feels about it, like that was yours in that time that you made it. And then it's theirs to just interpret it and reinterpret it. However they do. And, you know, it's, I, th- I think maybe because I have felt really misunderstood a lot of my life, you know, um, cause I can have a strong energy. Like I've really learned how to harness myself <laughs> over the, over my like 33 and a half years in this body on earth. And like, um, and it, and it hasn't always been easy. Like I can be extreme and I can be really wacky. I have like weird ideas. I can be a little too deep for people sometimes, you know, and uh, realizing that even if I just skimmed the surface my whole life, I'm still not going to be able to control somebody's thoughts around what I'm saying or their response to what I'm doing. And so why not just like go, you know, for lack of a better term, like balls out all the time or when it feels necessary and, and, and hold back when it feels like the right thing to do. And I I think, you know, just bringing it back to the whole 
intuition thing. It's like, you know, what's right in the moment. And it's like the illusion of choice. We get caught up in the anxiety of that, but you know, it's, it's right when you feel like it's right. And it's like shooting your shot, you know, with like a person that you think is like cool or cute. And like, you know, maybe you want to go on a date and I'm somebody who's like always been pretty forward in that regard. I think I told you the story about how I would like wear lipstick for the boy that I liked in like kindergarten, you know, like I have never really hidden my affections from people who I felt them towards. Um, but he didn't like me back and like, guess what? I'm okay. You know, and true. right. And, and, you know, not like, but I could, like, I could have, I could have like hung on to that for my whole life. And, and I certainly know people who like do hold on to those kinds of things, but I would urge you to like relinquish that impulse and remind yourself that you can't control another person's perception or anything ever. And, you know, all you have is your own truth. Um, and I think that there are ways to communicate with kindness and with love that still also commands respect from others. And I think as women, especially we're taught, um, to kind of box ourselves in to make other people feel comfortable. A lot of the time, you know, we have to fit certain beauty standards. We have to fit, um, you know, certain roles within this world, but that's bullshit, you know, like that's, that's the world trying to control us. And, you know, that's just like some fucking propaganda because <laughs> yeah. we're so magical do you know that like back in the day when Kabbalah was like first a thing, like in Israel, like rabbis were like, women are not allowed to study Kabbalah because they're already too mystical. Whoa. I know. That's crazy. I do know. You, it. Do you, do you know enough about the Kabbalah to explain it? Is that not a thing really. that can be explained? I, I wish that I did. I mean, Let's I learn about it in ye old Europe town. Yeah, we should. I mean, I, I do know that it is sort of like the fundamentals of magic or like magics, like with an ICK, you know, like ICK. witchcraft. ICP. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. Uh, I do know that and I know some things and I, and I've read spell books and I've said things that I know from my more traditional Jewish upbringing, like that I'm not supposed to say like (laughs) certain names of things. And, um, but I, that was such a weird, that was such a weird thing. I like had this fling with this guy who was like really into Aleister Crowley and he met this uber driver and he was like i don't know wasted in an uber like going on about like dark magic and she was like she was like you better quit messing with that stuff but if you really want to learn magic i'll bring some books over And and he was like you're really good at reading like you should come over and read this stuff with us and it was like the book of solomon and just like all these like you know, old 
real witchcraft like book and I can remember reading some spells and feeling (laughs) feeling the presence of things in the room and I had to say guys like this isn't right whoa he was I think that if I think that if I had been with others there who were of pure intent right that it would have been okay, but he really wasn't. And he was a really dark force. And so I just like, I don't know, you know, yeah. It's like spirit just tells you straight up, like, "Mm -mm, that's not the, it's not the move. (laughs) Yeah. Well, before I let you go, Mm -hmm. is there anything you would like to tell the world? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, I'm really excited about our record that's coming out. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, totally. Cool. So I'm really excited about that. That's coming out um, at some point in time. And um, I've some points in time, it already has come out. Ooh, you know, that's like, yeah, now we're we're talking talking to those, those Mm -hmm. beans. What's it like? What's it like? (laughs) (laughs) um and i've been working with some friends of mine on a movie called sour party which will also hopefully be coming out at some point in time and my other band egg drop soup has an ep coming out in november and a single coming out on suicide squeeze um in july oh okay cool i think i've heard um that was a funny guess you just made <laughs> about a not true thing. <laughs> um, and I love you all. Everybody loves you. Aww. Well, thanks so much for coming here, Sammy. This was super fun. I think um, you should come back because uh, we just scratched I'd love the to. Service. service. We just scratched the service. <laughs> and uh, yep. Cool. I love you. I'll I see love you later. Me. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye.